the most profound spiritual teachers of all time say the same thing in different ways. Quiet the mind and listen within. Over the last 10 years of my life, I've been asking the same question. Can it really be that simple? This blogcast is about my journey to the answer. I'm Kayla Crisiglia, and you're listening to Intuition Academy. Hello, and welcome to episode five. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite topics. And it's one of my favorites because the mind despises it and uses it as a weapon at every turn. And that thing is called resistance. Resistance, something that I felt today, even in deciding that I wanted to record this podcast. My initial thought was to continue in on the story that I'd been telling about the flow of me getting to Bellingham and then all the things that happened after that, and to sort of jog my memory on all the things I... I went back into my voice memos on my iPhone and I looked back at like the very first few days, the last couple days in Indiana and the first few days in Bellingham. And um, I don't know if I've said this in the podcast yet, but I obsessively take voice memos of myself. And I've been doing that for a full year now where I pretty much have a voice memo for every day, if not every few days. In the beginning, I would do it maybe once a week, and then progressively, as time went on and I was experiencing more shifts and and everything, I started recording way more frequently. And so I've I've basically been recording myself every single day for a full year um, when it comes down to it. (laughs) And so I went back and I looked at the day before the last full day that I had in Indiana. And I wanted to post this video and it wasn't flowing. Like this is a really good example of like when it doesn't flow, it doesn't go um, in this community, (laughs) you know, of like living in flow and living through the inner voices guidance. I was attempting to, to split a recording up because I didn't want to name drop anybody that I was referencing in the, the voice memo. Um, Just for privacy purposes, I probably need to ask some people if they're okay with me sharing some stuff from the past and if their names are in it or if they need me to alter their names or whatever. But I, I was listening to this and I was having a really profound moment and I was experiencing the shift and it was really beautiful and I was feeling moved by myself and the experience that I was having. And so I wanted to share it. And I was attempting in the audio editor app that I have to connect, to like rip some things out and to connect it together so I could take names out and it just wasn't flowing. I couldn't figure out how to connect two bits of audio together while deleting certain other parts of it. And so when stuff like that happens and I start to feel the resistance coming up and the mind wants to be like, no, like this has to be it. Like we have to get this. We have to get it right. That's when I know to take a step back and to say, okay, this isn't flowing, it's not easy, and it's definitely not fun, which means that this just isn't meant to happen right now. And so I just dropped it, and I decided instead to just maybe record about something else. And so I was looking at my idealist, and I was just feeling this, you know what, fuck this, I'm just not going to record an episode today sort of feeling. 
which is something that I would have done so many times in the past. I would have just dropped it and I would have just been like, it's just not flowing and it's not, no. In this instance, resistance is just blocking. Resistance when you're attempting to do something, say I came in and I was attempting to record it and like the recording software wasn't working, I would say that's not flow. But I could come in here and hit record and start and start like riffing about whatever I feel like. But the mind wants to say, no, you have to come in with a specific topic and if you don't, then you're not gonna have anything to talk about and I just know that's not true. So here I am talking about resistance, fun times, fun times talking about resistance. Resistance, something that the inner voice has taught me about resistance since I started doing this work and especially in the last six months is that all pain and suffering stems not from the emotions that are coming up, people. It's coming from the resistance to experiencing those emotions. And so if you're ever feeling pain and discomfort or dissatisfaction, whatever emotion that's coming up that feels just really gross and really icky and really bad and really scary, that is actually just the mind's response to the emotion, not the emotion itself that makes you feel that way. This is what the inner voice said to me. And I also want to chime in here and say that I am never one to come in or to believe, really, that everything that my inner voice says is just universal fact. There was something that we were saying or we were talking about in my mastermind today with Jen Navarro and Lauren Ciesco. Um, we were talking about how it's basically scientifically proven now through the work of Joe Dispenza that the universe really does align with what you believe to be true. And so that means that like when the inner voice sends me these personal and unique truths and they feel true in my body, that that's my truth. And then because I choose that, I choose that truth, that means that that's just going to keep showing up by means of confirmation bias in my everyday life. But I could choose to believe something totally different and maybe it doesn't even feel like truth in my body, but I can still choose it because that's just what feels true. And this is a trap that so many people get stuck in when it comes to trying to do mind, sh mind shift work, right? It's getting stuck and thinking that, oh, well, this feels true to me, therefore it must be true. No, like the universe is flexible. The universe is, is what's the word? malleable. The universe is malleable and every person gets to choose their own unique experience. And also because of that law, you get to choose that that law doesn't exist, that that law does not exist. And you would be right and it would be true as long as it feels true for you in your own mind and in your own body. And so I just wanted to say that that just because I'm saying that this is the truth and this is what this means and this is what that means doesn't mean that I actually believe that I'm correct 100%. If my message resonates with you and you feel the truth of it in your body, then please take my words and, and run with them. But if they don't resonate with you, then you can just drop them and let them go. You don't have to listen to this podcast. But for me, this discussion we were having in 
in the mastermind earlier today really struck a chord with me that, yeah, like everything that you choose to believe gets to be true for you and your experience. And so from my inner voice's perspective and the truth that I experienced in my body is that all pain and all suffering just comes from resistance, not to the actual emotion itself. And so recently when I started realizing this and understanding it from an inner voice perspective, I started practicing it in my everyday human experience, you know, when I'm not like super tapped in and when I am triggered and when I am feeling that resistance, when I'm feeling pain. And I found it to be true. I found it to be true in my own experience that if I didn't resist the emotion that was coming up, if I didn't resist the anger or the sadness or the jealousy or whatever it was, and instead I just allowed myself to sit and be present with it, that it felt exponentially smaller and less significant than it would be if I was attempting to push it away like I had in in the past. Because let's be real, how many times does sadness or anger or these negative, seemingly negative emotions, these on the the bottom of the scale, as Abraham Hicks would say, how many times have those emotions come up in your personal life, whoever's listening to this, how many times have those emotions come up in your life and you've automatically labeled them as bad? I shouldn't be feeling this. I shouldn't be feeling this. This is bad. Why am I feeling this? I wish it would just go away. That's resistance. That's the only reason that it feels painful. And if we could just sit and breathe and accept that this is what I feel right now and that's okay, and not only that, but it has a message for me, then you get to allow it to be what it is. And it just gets to be, and it gets to pass through you like a wave, like a wave or like a storm, like a cloud in the sky. I was just having an inner voice session with a client a few days ago, and we were talking about how the inner voice, your soul consciousness is always there, even when the mind is experiencing that resistance and the turbulence. It's just her inner voice was referring to it as everything that happens in the mind is happening on the surface of the water. And underneath the water, that is where the inner voice lies. That's where the inner voice lives. And it's always there. All you have to do is just dip your head under the water. And the way that my inner voice would describe it is to say that that the inner voice or the soul consciousness is like the sun in the sky. It's the sun and the sky. It's always there and you always have access to it. But every once in a while, you know, a cloud will come along and it will cover up the sun and it will cover up the sky and you won't be able to see it. But that doesn't mean that it's not there. It's still there and all you have to do is just get yourself above the clouds. Similarly to what her inner voice was saying about dipping below the surface to have access to the inner voice. And so that's not to say that pain isn't inevitable in some aspects, right? The mind still exists. The mind is not going anywhere anytime soon. I don't think that the the goal of spirituality, of enlightenment, of, of getting in touch with your soul consciousness or your inner voice is to eradicate the mind. The mind is a tool. That's something that the inner voice always says to me and to my clients or to anybody else I've ever heard who does the inner voice work or has the soul consciousness connection. 
The mind is a tool and it's here for a very specific reason. It's just forgotten over time what its role is and what the role that it's playing is. And so it just has lost touch with what its true purpose is. And instead, it, it chooses to believe that it's in control and that it needs to be in control. And if it's not in control, then everything's going to go to shit. But what actually happens is the mind grasps for control and it tries to alter reality. It tries to play nature and it actually ends up fucking everything up. It makes it seem like our goals, our aspirations, and our desires aren't attainable because we have to be practical. When in reality, if you could let go of the fear of practicality and the fear of needing to know the answers, of needing to know the next step and the next step and the next step instead of just taking the step. My inner voice was describing it as, as a handle, like a door handle. If the mind didn't understand what a doorknob was and it didn't understand that it opened a door, it wouldn't mean that the door handle didn't exist and that it wouldn't actually function if you reached out and turned the handle. The door handle would still be there and you'd still be able to reach your hand out and turn the knob, but the mind just doesn't know what it means. It doesn't know what it does yet. But if the inner voice came rushing in and it said, reach your hand out and turn the knob, it's safe, it's fine, you'll see what happens when you do it. The mind could react and say, I don't know about that, man. Like Maybe you shouldn't do that. That might not be safe. And the fear response could keep somebody listening to the mind, for instance, like in this instance, say you're like trapped in a box. This is a really silly and simple like explanation, but say you're trapped in a box and you're asking, like you're trying to figure out how to get out of this box and there's a door, but the mind doesn't understand what a door is or what a door handle is. But the inner voice is saying, just reach out and like touch this ball on the, on the door and just turn the knob. But the mind is just like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. And so you could potentially just never reach your hand out and never turn the handle. And then you're just trapped in a box. And this is what the inner voice was saying. The fear response keeps people trapped in like a box. In a box when all you have to do is reach your hand out. When the inner voice comes through and tells you to take action, the mind's not going to understand what it's telling you to do because it can never have the capacity to understand what the inner voice wants you to do. And if you continue to let that thing control your life, the mind, if you continue to let the mind control your life, then you're always going to be trapped in the box. Until one day... You have enough audacity to listen to what the inner voice says and to sort of block out the mind and the fear or to feel the fear and act anyway. That was the title of one of the other episodes. Feel the fear and act anyway. Just feel it and know that the inner voice will never guide you to something that will create danger or will lead to anything of, of needed fear. The inner voice, your soul consciousness, would never ever put you in danger. But the mind, having not understand, doesn't understand the connection that the soul is. Like, it doesn't know what the soul is. It's never experienced it before. It's trying to understand this thing that it can't. And so, trying to build up trust 
I think that one of the first steps that people need to do when they're doing the inner voice work is to create trust between the inner voice and the mind, taking baby steps to showing the mind that the inner voice is trustworthy and that it would never hurt the host, you know, the character, which is me. I am me. I am the awareness. And the inner voice is my soul consciousness. And the mind is just the mechanism that's just a part of my body, just like my lungs and my heart and my arms and my fingers. And the mind just needs to learn how to trust the inner voice. And as the mind trusts the inner voice more and more, resistance and pain will stop coming up the way that it always has in the past. The mind in the beginning does not trust and will not trust the intuition. But as that muscle is built up, the less resistance will occur around that trust aspect. And this is something that I've experienced in my own life. I sometimes sit and reflect and I think about how much pain and resistance I used to be in, in accepting, like I wouldn't be able to accept my present circumstances. I would always be stuck wishing I was somewhere else in the future or wishing that I was somewhere back in the past, or I'd be just ruminating on something that happened in the past and feeling pain because, or just feeling depressed because depression lives in the past, or feeling anxious because anxiety lives in the future. And so as I've started to trust, as my mind has has learned to trust the inner voice and the intuition and to trust that Everything that it guides me to do and everything that it has guided me to do up until this moment right now in my life, it sees the evidence that, that the inner voice is trustworthy. It doesn't mean that resistance doesn't still come up. It just means that it's a lot more short-lived than it ever was in the past. I would sit in pain over something for, for days and weeks and years even. But the more that I've built up this trust aspect between the mind and the inner voice, the less pain and resistance that I experience. The less resistance I experience, the less pain I experience. And I know that if I'm in pain, that just means that the mind is believing something, that I am choosing to believe something that the mind believes, and the inner voice does not agree with it. I will say that until I'm blue in the face. If you're ever experiencing pain... It's because you believe something that the mind believes so deeply and the inner voice does not agree with it. And the reason that it feels so bad is because you're in separation, which is illusion from your deepest soul consciousness. Your soul consciousness is the truth, the truth of everything, the truth of who you are, the truth of what everything else is. And the farther you distance yourself from that, the worse it feels because it's not true. You're not living truth. Of course, that's not going to feel good. And resistance to the emotions that you're experiencing, this doesn't mean that any negative emotion that comes up is, is not soul aligned because I believe that everything has a purpose, every negative emotion, every positive emotion. And just because you experience a negative emotion doesn't mean that you're distancing yourself from the intuition. The mind is going to experience negative emotions regardless of how far along you are in your path.
but the level of acceptance of, of that emotion that arises in that moment because of the stories going on in your mind, that is how quickly you'll be able to process those emotions. That's all, that's all it takes, is being able to accept that the mind feels this way. This is what the mind feels, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it at all. And as soon as you can accept it, as soon as you can accept it, it dissolves. It transmutes it. I remember reading this in Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now and being like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. Years and years ago, I didn't understand it. I would read it and he'd say, as, as soon as you accept the thing that's occurring, that's causing the negative emotion, it instantly transmutes it. And you know that you've accepted it because it doesn't hurt anymore. It doesn't hurt anymore because you've just accepted it. And that doesn't mean that you're not still sad or you're not still angry, but it's not causing you immeasurable pain. You just accept the fact that you're sad and it's okay that you're sad. It's not until you start resisting the sadness that it hurts. And it's a difficult thing to understand, just like the way that Jess Lively always talks about dissolving a pain body. It's not something that you can hop onto a podcast and describe to somebody like how to dissolve a pain body. You just have to get on a call with an inner voice facilitator and be present with the pain body and allow them to facilitate while you process through that pain. Like... It's the same. I, I feel like this is processing a pain body, right? Like accepting that that's just the thing that's happening in your, in your body, in your mind. And, and then it transmutes because of that. But it's a difficult thing to explain or to understand if you're not actually experiencing it. And I know that from, from my own experience. But if that was, that, that's my best description of how to dissolve a pain body, how to let go of resistance. It's just to accept the actual emotion. Like if I had to put steps to it, if you want to accept, if, if you want to let go of resistance, and I wanted to add steps to that, step one would just be have the realization that you're in resistance, you're feeling pain. Step two Label the emotion that you're experiencing below the resistance. Yes, pain is present, we understand, but what is the emotion that triggered that in the first place? And step three, find a way to bring presence to it. Find a way to bring, to bring complete and utter quiet presence. Eliminate the stories from your mind. Let the stories go. Don't add any words. Just focus on the sensation that the emotion feels like in your body. And then... Just accept it without trying to change it. Don't try and push it away. Don't even have the intention to focus on it to let it go. Just allow yourself to be so present with it that you're not focusing on, on anything else. You're not repeating the stories and just repeating and just reactivating the emotion over and over and over again. No, the stories in your mind are quiet. The words are quiet. And all you're doing is focusing on the sensations in your body. And I can promise you, if you've eliminated the words, <laughs> which can be difficult for some people, but if you've eliminated the words, you've eliminated the stories, and you're just focusing on the physical sensations of your body, and you're allowing it to be there without changing it or altering it, or trying to make it go away, it will dissipate. It will dissipate, and the stories will seem irrelevant 
once it's gone entirely. And you will feel at peace. And you'll think to yourself, huh, has it really been this easy all along? And the answer is yes. And until next time, quiet the mind, listen within, and always follow the joy. Mm-hmm.